Hey, it's Wasteland. We recorded this episode close to a month ago. It was intended to be released off schedule due to the different nature and the topic, but given the social distancing advisory, Team Trash isn't meeting to record at the moment. So this will be released as part of the normal schedule. Lucky for you guys, we will have episodes uploaded and videos on the Instagram to still go out on schedule for the month of April. We're hoping that if things do settle down, that we can get back to making more videos and shows for you. I hope that you're all staying safe out there and practicing social distancing. Please enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Team Trash Cast, where we talk about life in our 20s and crack jokes in various segments. I'm your co-host, Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. I'm Logan Landfill. And I'm Wasteland, a.k.a. TJ. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to be discussing a more serious topic and probably making at least one less joke than usual. Today, we're going in the ring against toxic masculinity. Ladies and gentlemen... Fight fans all around the world. This is the fight you've been waiting for. Team Trash Cast versus the topic of toxic masculinity. Are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> I can't even do it. I had, that was great. That was good. I had no idea you guys were going to do this. Yeah, because yeah, we, well, we briefly discussed that at the beginning. I love he's it. Like, he's, like, oh, he's, like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm going to tag like the Bruce Buffer yeah. voiceover. Oh, let's get ready to rumble! I love it. I completely love it. All right. Um, so before we do get started on this, y'all, first, a quick disclaimer from the group. Um, we're not experts, and we don't have a degree in soci- sociology or psychology. We have not studied this topic extensively, but we do have some hands-on experience. These are only our conversations, and take what we say with a grain of salt. And now with that out of the, that out of the way, we really should pro- start with defining what this concept is. Um, it's a con- cultural concept of ma- manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, and dominance, and that is socially maladaptive. Or harmful to mental health. Should we mention like what that is in layman's terms? Yeah, sure. So I really think of it as a way of like there's okay, this is my non-expert opinion, of course. There's a way that society is telling men that they need to act. You know, the sure. the simple things: boys don't cry, or men should always solve problems with their fists, or men have to um, men should always be the head of the household, like. Right. Things like that are basically those kind of like stereotypes that add a lot more pressure to saying men have to be in a specific mold when men are not a, a monolith. Sure. Um, I think one of the, the biggest things about this is that like when I first heard this term, I thought like um, it basically just meant men are bad um, and they're bad for society. But it's the, the idea is that there's a social um, set of there's a set of rules that's set up socially speaking um, the kind of, that we weigh men against and determine their value based on those rules, whether or not you meet those, that criteria. The fact that it's like <clears throat> a value that like you're lesser than as a man, if you don't meet up to these standards, if you don't meet up to the standards of like an alpha male, like yeah. the whole alpha yeah. and the beta thing that like you're a bitch basically if like you don't measure up to like the Chris Hemsworth level of, oh. Great, I love Chris and Hemsworth. nobody measures yeah. up to Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, no one, no, nobody he's, does. He's perfection. I he's love like Chris Hemsworth. Perfect man. Absolutely. Right 
So, once again, the idea of toxic masculinity, it's not, like, a lot of times people equate this with um, a certain mindset, and they think that, like, what people are telling you is that men are bad, but the it, really what the thing is is that there's a set of standards that we hold men to, and it's actually really detrimental for men's mental health, and especially, like, when you look at statistics for male suicide and things like that, I mean, it's, it's alarming. It should be alarming. It's a reaching levels of epidemic right like i think it's even uh, the point we should maybe focus on even more is um and crap you know what i just don't want this to sound preachy sure i really don't want this to sound preachy coming across that way no i feel like when i talk i sound like just like a preachy liberal basically sure i guess i think that's no no No, i think the thing for me to to that i'm like trying to get on my mind is also thinking about the development of boys Sure. Like, boys are growing up completely innocent, mm. and they're only going to be influenced by what their environment kind of shows them. So if they yeah. have, like, what I have, which was a dad telling me that boys don't cry, or, you know, we shouldn't, like, express pain when we, like, feel or pain. Or emotion. Yeah, or emotion. <laughs> Any kind. Then that's going to, that young boy is going to then grow up against what he's already feeling, and sure. that's going to be difficult for him to kind of contain. Yeah, I mean, if, like personal experience it's sometimes difficult to deal with my emotions because i don't know if i always have the tool set for um explaining them and then dealing with that and grappling with it and that is part of partially because i in the back of my mind whether it's conscious or subconscious somewhere i'm thinking i shouldn't feel this way i Mm -hmm. shouldn't feel bad about this thing i should be able to just deal with it and move on right and like, that's kind of the crux of this thing. It's like, it's it's just some, it's like a little voice inside your head that tells you, like, that's not what a man does, yeah. right? Like, it's that, yeah. So you kind of mentioned your, like, struggle and kind of how to emote. Sure. I have a struggle sometimes in, and this is weird because I don't shut up. I'm a talkative person, mm. yet I still have difficulty admitting when there is a problem sometimes i'll just Mm. get very quiet when i do have a problem with something and it's because i think it's partially because my dad used to get very quiet about things and so i can never like get a read and sometimes i'm just not sure like what i'm supposed to say so i'll just stop talking sure because i was talking basically as a man you're supposed to like fix stuff and if you can't fix and i my brain is like well if you can't fix this thing why bother talking about it there's no point in talking about it so I have difficulty, like, sometimes I will even over-talk or over-explain because I'm trying to get myself to open up in a way that I know that I need to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just by kind of, like, talking through that thought that's going to, like, help me. And I realize it sounds like it comes out, like, rambling. But for sure. me, it's, like, me just trying to get all the emotion out that I'm struggling to not, like, keep in it, honestly. By the way, if you haven't gotten this vibe yet on the on the podcast, like, I know we're only a few episodes in, but, like... But your co, our, we're all pretty close friends, and so we feel safe being able to like talk about this stuff with each other. Um, but sometimes I find like it's even even hard to talk to with like my significant other like about some of this stuff because, you know, um, and it's crazy what, what you're saying. Even kind of feels like it's reaching into other issues with mental health, right? Which is kind of what this kind of circulates back into and talks all about is that it's not just like it's not just the rules that are there but it's also just like feeling like we're not able to talk about it and not able to 
address it and deal with this stuff. Yeah, my the inspiration for this episode really came because I, I, I constantly I'm usually um, kind of just like pitching like different ideas for like what we could do as a theme for the show, and this kind of came up as a as a topic. And then um, there's a and we'll try to like post a link with the episode if it's possible. Um, but we there's a this description. Hmm? We could do that in the description probably. Yeah. There's a very popular like YouTube channel called Jubilee that does these videos. I, I want to say it's called Spectrum. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I think it's Spectrum. Spectrum or Middle Ground. They have a lot of like little popular series, but in this one, it's basically you. That uh, he asked the question: Do a certain does a certain demographic think the same? And they asked the question: Do all men think the same? And they pose a multitude of questions and ask the men in this particular episode to either they'll place six different lines. Uh, they'll place the men in the middle and then six different lines, uh, three on opposite sides, and uh, it'll be like uh, I think it's like agree strongly agree somewhat agree and strongly agree and then the vice versa uh, disagree somewhat disagree and strongly disagree yeah. and they'll pose the question and then usually about six people and then they'll go to where they kind of feel on the issue and it was just asking questions about like how do you feel comfortable talking to men about skincare is locker room talk a thing what expectations did your dad set for you or do you feel like you'll measure up to what yeah. he wants and i when i watched this video they weren't at all bashing each other they weren't trying to roast make it about like roast they weren't making it about women they weren't making it about uh being harmful it was a lot of men being honest about what goes on in their head sure and this kind of pressure that they feel mm-hmm. so i really wanted us to make sure that in this episode featured a lot of positive male honesty sure um just so that we're constantly communicating with one another and that's the vibe that we want to bring here today for this episode, um, which is kind of fun to, it's interesting to think about because like in the recording process of this, like I know I feel pretty safe saying things to you guys and like understand that we all understand like our opinions and where we're coming from and everything. Um, it'll be interesting to see like how we feel on the other end of things um, after, uh, you know, publishing and all that good stuff. So, um but yeah, positive, positive energy. That's what we're looking for today. That's the that's that's what we're bringing to the table here. So, I was kind of thinking, um, you have all these discussion questions. I do. That are written down. So I think what we should, if it's okay with you guys, um, maybe we can just kind of jump into those. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, all right, boys. So when you first heard the word toxic masculinity. Uh, what did you what did you think just of the term in general? Um, I just thought it was kind of like like one of those like liberal phrases that just was like thrown around that it just is kind of like pushing pushing like a certain agenda of some kind. I don't know, just like like this is like this is what it is. Like no 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 male should ever have to like no male is allowed to think this way. Like a lot of think what way? Like I like in my mind I thought it was oh no male should ever have to think should always think like that they're stoic or you know, they're not allowed to show feelings or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's how I always thought it was. Yeah. But I um well, you have <laughs> you have quite the <laughs> what you think it was quite the hot take. Yeah. Um. Okay. So my I think it's I when I first heard it I thought it was just 
um, like, I thought it was BS that I just, like, had heard. Um, and I had heard it, I think, mostly from something like BuzzFeed. And when I think of yeah. BuzzFeed talking about, like, men or males, I tend to think of, like, manspreading, right? And so I kind of lumped it into that kind of deal, which, I mean, we, we can make, we could probably make fun of manspreading. I mean, it's a thing. Guys, don't take it too far, but I know we need some space, right? I yeah, you gotta it. air your balls out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um... Are you getting, are you getting nervous because I said balls? Maybe a little At bit. At least I didn't say penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, so this is where the wheels fall off. Alright, so, we're, I love so it. we're definitely gonna get cancelled already. Yeah, <laughs> right? Um, maybe I shouldn't have brought up manspreading. Oh, well. Um, so, like, I, I thought it was just basically the idea that, that men were bad. That was kind of the, the thing that I thought it was talking about, was that, like, masculinity is a bad thing. I thought that's what... I thought that was the idea. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really not that. It's, like... I mean, we've already explained what it is, but that was my my take when I first heard it. And I was I was just... was taken aback, and I was like, this. there's no way this is... That's what this should be about. Like, you're just saying that men are bad, and it's like... I get it. Like, I understand... We've done some bad stuff, but, like, <laughs> understatement, un understatement of, the of the fucking year. <laughs> and it's only, it's, like, February, well, yeah. now it's March, 2020. Yeah, okay. so. So, it's funny that you say that. Um, so, when I first heard the term, I can almost, like, pinpoint it to, like, the right moment of my life. It was right around late 2017. Everything with like Louis C.K. had like come out. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember. Do you want to know how I like? Huh. I remember this. Is there was this podcast called Stuff Your Mom Never Told You or Stuff Mom Never Told You? Uh. It's this a uh, feminist podcast from like How Stuff Works. Okay. Um, How Stuff Works. They do like uh, podcasts on like uh, this. Is, they do this one podcast called like Stuff You Should Know. It's sure. a podcast network, and it's they have a lot of like really fun podcasts. But this one is cool. from like a feminist angle, mm -hmm. and so. I don't remember. I think I came across it because I was listening to stuff you should know, mm -hmm. and they mentioned it, and I would just went to go check it out. And they had a Louis C.K. episode like they had just uploaded, telling about the whole Louis C.K. his whole situation back in 2017, which I really don't want to be the focus of the episode. Right. Um, and what I remember was that I kept listening to this podcast, um, from like a feminist angle. And I never really listened to anything from like a feminist angle. Sure. And they, the term toxic masculinity came up. So when I first heard it, I was on this big feminism bandwagon. I don't, okay. I don't like the way that sounds. I was on this big learning what feminism was. Sure. And everything and trying to get a better understanding. So I was like really taking in a lot of media. So toxic masculinity, I was actually on the side of like, that's right. Men need to like men need to be restructured, and we got, we have a lot of work to do, and yada yada yada. Which and it's true. It's true. Yeah. But I didn't really still know what the term meant. Sure. And so, at first, I was like, "Wait, should I feel attacked, or should I be behind this because I want to support well, yeah. women?" And I was I was just still trying to like take in all of that like understanding at that time, and sure. I had like grown up like super conservative, but at this time, I was like learning a little bit more about like these other viewpoints. And so, for me, the take on toxic masculinity was that, like you said, men were bad sure. and, like, anything masculine is something that is destructive. Right. And then I realized, oh, this is actually more it's something that's affected me in my upbringing mm -hmm. in the sense of, like, all these ridiculous standards for men Ugh. that create a lot of pressure. And sometimes, 
could be a causation for some of the dumb decisions that we've made. Well, I mean, men will make dumb decisions regardless. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you've spent any time on the subreddit, hold my beer, you know, or why women live longer. It's one of my favorites. It's Wait, so what, good. what are these things? I've never heard of these. Um, R slash. I'm not a Reddit user. Okay, hold my beer is just like gifs um, and videos of people. It's not just men. Hold my beer is like any everybody um, doing really dumb things, like <laughs> drunk. Um, and then uh, why women live longer is like just it's a collaboration of men just doing the dumbest things. Like there was one dude that had like a helmet and he had like fireworks strapped to the top of it. And oh like my they were gosh. lighting fireworks off on top of his head. And I'm just like, yep, that's a bad idea. Oh my um, goodness. Anyway, two, I, I, there were two major things that I, that I thought of, um, that kind of, I realized while you're talking about that. Um, the first is that like, you talk a lot about it coming from a feminist bu- viewpoint. At that time when right. I was learning about it. Sure. But I don't, but I was still even learning what, would it? I was like, is a male feminist even a thing? Mm-hmm. Like, I was still like, it was me, like, literally just learning about feminism. Right. So the big takeaway, I feel like, from what you just said, is that there are two things. One is that um, you're saying it's like a feminist viewpoint, like it's a feminist term. That's not what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying my life at that point. Gotcha. I learned about it from... From a feminist. Okay. I, yeah, I learned about it from that angle, so I didn't even learn about it in a Got it. abstract way. I did learn about it from that viewpoint. Sure. Yeah. So I guess, but my thing for that is that it's not, and like, I understand, uh, that's that's typically where people hear it, is mm-hmm. it, 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 I feel like it tends to get lumped in with that, um, but it's more, it's it's not, it's not really a feminist thing, I mean it is, because everybody suffers from the effects of toxic masculinity, it's more of a sociological idea than mm-hmm. it is any specific viewpoint, mindset, or political leaning um, and the other thing is, like, when men hear this term, we do feel attacked. I did like, it first. I was like, oh, did I do something wrong that I don't know that I did? Sure. At first. And it's like, you don't understand it at first, and you think, like, men, like, fragile masculinity, you know, like, whatever, like, we, we think that when somebody is saying something like that, we just take it really personally, and we think that it is an attack on us, and it's, it's really not, actually, it's the opposite of that. Yeah. It's understanding that these ideals are really difficult to live up to, and it's... Yeah, it's, it's silly. Understanding that you don't need to do that. Yeah. It's, yeah, so, um, I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know for me, uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, my dad, at least in my upbringing, what I remember is, uh, being told not to cry at a very young age. Mm-hmm. So I know that up until I was in my like early twenties, I was able to count on my hands how many times I'd cried within the span of about 15 years. It was eight times total. Dang. Um, I remember, and I remember that they were all like really painful experiences. Um, it was like times when like I got like a really bad punishment as a mm-hmm. kid, um, there was, there's one that sticks out. I got punched in the face in oh. eighth grade, um, by a girl. Oh. Uh, now here's the thing. I actually deserved to be punched in the face at this time. I was a 13 year old kid. I was saying some stupid stuff out of my mouth. Mm. And young girl, TJ yep. <laughs> deserved oh, that punch. The crazy thing is young TJ got got slapped and punched for some of the dumb things that he said uh, uh, quite a bit. Um, but at this particular time, it was I was in eighth grade. I remember I was getting off of the bus. I had been saying some stupid things. And this girl turned around, as like we're all of us getting on the bus, punches me in the face. 
my glasses fly off. Um, and the, one of the crazy thing about it is like the worst, like dumb dramatic part of it. It was raining oh, and not like man. little rain. It was like heavy rain. So it's like dramatic. It's like, like heavy rain. There's like lightning and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to make jokes about the game. Heavy rain. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking about too. Um, there's literally, it's, it was like a video, like the opening scene of like a really dreary video game oh, where like no. there's like heavy rain oh, no. and I'm literally looking for my glasses mm. like, cause I can't see in the rain and I remember I think I found the glasses and a screw had like come out mm. so like the lenses it like popped out so I was trying to like find the lenses and the screw and basically I remember that time I cried and sure. I had this in this head of like even at times like this where I was like really sad and it was just like really messed up experience even if I was the bad guy and I did mess up that oh I'm a guy I shouldn't be crying no matter what right. um, and it took me years to be okay with men crying, y- y- decades, honestly. Sure. So that was a way that it kind of affected me, honestly, and kind of these ideas that I got, whether he intended them to or not, from my from sure. my dad. Okay. You, Logan. Um, I wouldn't say like it's anything like. Actually, I know, um, in middle school, like, I was always told to, like, I guess, I don't, I don't know if this would be considered toxic masculinity or not, I guess it could be considered, but, like, anytime, like, I would get, like, physically, like, bullied or anything, not, not, like, verbally, but, like, physically, mm-hmm. sure. um, like, everybody would always just take, like, tell me, like, turn the other cheek, like, walk away, like, don't, like, don't, like, huh. Like, don't, like, don't ever stand up for yourself, don't ever fight. So, like, I never really, like, learned how to, like, in a physical way. Like, I never, like, learned how to, like, physically stand up for myself or, like, even verbally. Like, I was always just told, like, oh, don't even, like, oh, like, oh, just walk away. And, like, I always thought to myself, like, but what if that keeps up? Like, what That's if... interesting. Sure. That's a really good point. Like, because I always thought, like, because I was just, like, that always, that's always affected me because it's just, like, you know, then... Like, even now, I still don't know how to do that, per se. And I'm well, in my I, 20s. I feel like in a perfect world, you wouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? But it, Obviously, it's not a perfect world. world yeah. But I'm true. just saying. It's very true. Right? This is an interesting angle, because I was told... And I'm, and I'm not condoning violence when I'm saying that. No, so what I'm saying no we is get what you're like, saying. What I'm saying is, it's just like, you know, if somebody's, like, name-calling you, like that's one thing. Like, you yeah. know, you can just be like, oh, whatever, like... Sure. like you know, screw you, like, whatever, and, like, walk away, but, like, if somebody's, like, day after day, like, or multiple people, therefore, are, like, doing that stuff to you day after day, like, there comes a time when it's just, like, all right, enough with the BS, like, I'm kicking the crap out of you. Do you mean, like, you were never taught to stand up for yourself? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This, okay, this is a twist, because... So, like, because that's what I mean, like, I don't know how that falls into that. I I think... Somehow I feel like it it it, it can. It can, like, yeah. Like I think of it as a heavy Christian influence, honestly. Probably. That's that's what it reminds me of. Well, like I well, like here's the thing, like I went I stopped it's funny that you mentioned that cuz like I would I did go to church when I was like 5 or 6 and like a little bit when I turned 7, but then like shortly after that I stopped and I didn't go back until I was about 17. About 17, yeah. So I feel like one of the big things is you can probably also kind of chalk this up to the school not doing... This was happening in school. 
Okay, so pro- did, did you talk to teachers or administration oh, yeah. about it? Okay, oh, yeah. So, they, 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 so like, their their biggest claim to fame was, or their big, biggest excuse was, we'll talk to the kid and whatever that meant because sure. nothing would ever get done. I would still yeah. deal with the same thing day after day. So in my mind, I just learned, oh, well, I just better give up. See, that's interesting because when I think about Although, TM... Sorry. When I think about TM, I find myself thinking brain? more of like, the pressure to be thrown into situations to answer with my fists as opposed to being able to walk away being pressured to react violently or aggressively or harshly because just because I'm a man or sure. the one I can't stand the most I'm going to curse in this one the fucking term man up which yeah <laughs> that term drives me fucking crazy um I think of it's interesting you're saying that because I think of, in in a way, in a small part, because I do think, more well, you should be taught to stand up for yourself, but I also think, in a glass half full way, I'm seeing this light positive of someone encouraging you to walk away from aggressing. Now, granted, I still That's... think you should be teaching young men how to stand up or stand by their convictions, but as somebody who doesn't like to react to things with violence in any situation... I see that as a bit of a strength in you being able to detach yourself from a situation. However, I do see also the lack in like standing by a conviction. I I see that part as well. And I almost am a little envious because I always felt bad that I was not somebody that usually reacted violently, even though I was like pressured pressured to. Can I interject with something? Yeah. Um, This is a really good example of people I feel like suffering secondhand or well firsthand from kind of the effects of like of this concept toxic masculinity which we'll call tm from now on um on young men because you aren't you aren't aggressing you're not like fighting people right but the bullies in this case that are attacking you like the why 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 do they think they need to be um, having this effect on somebody? Why do they think that they need to be fighting somebody? Why Why do you, they think that they need to be hurting one of their classmates? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, the toxic masculinity can create kind of that... The TM can create that situation um, because who knows what they were thinking. I'm not justifying it, of course. You understand that, right? Like, I'm not justifying that they were attacking you. Um... But they can't hear that on the show, <clears throat> right? That's true. They can't hear you shaking your head. No, I understand what you mean. Like you're not like <laughs> right. you're not like saying like it's of okay. course. Obviously, it's not okay. None of us here are condoning violence. But what I'm saying is that um, I was putting my hands together. No, no, oh. you didn't do anything. I was gonna crack a joke, but I oh, I, do I, it. Thought, I thought I, no, no. Okay, no, it's not this episode to do it. <laughs> understood. None <laughs> of us are condoning violence at all. It's just that um, the the bullies that you had were probably kind of. Um, suffering from issues with TM on their own. Oh, right? that's true. Like so, in their homes. Right. So yeah. somebody's probably telling them, like, well, solve your problems with fists. Or, like, uh, you know, they see these examples of kids that are treated, I don't know, differently because maybe they're different than their classmates or something. And they think they need to be acting that way, too. So they're trying to live up to those ideals, air quote, ideals of manliness or manhood by being dominant, right? That's that's one of the central ideas, I think, too, right? I also see it as a young men 
not exactly, and this is going to sound like, I don't mean this in like a free range parent kind of way because I'm not interested oh, no, in that that's... at all. <laughs> I mean this in the way of like young men not being taught just how to be able to express the full range yeah. of emotion, not just in fear, not just in anger, not mm-hmm. just in pride. Sure. But, like, the full totality of emotion, what I'm hearing from the three of us, is that, like, each of us kind of got a different nugget of that. Yeah. But, like, not a full total experience of, like, a man being able to be, to to admit that sometimes he's nervous or that he does want to stand up or that he is proud. Sure. that's a good point. Um, and that we didn't have to get a chance to really learn this until we were in our 20s and had to self-teach, get around other men or, like, around other people in our lives to, like, do that. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking that this might be a good time for us to take a quick break. Um, we might decide against this, and to be honest, if we do, our editor can take it out. But uh, we probably won't do a fake ad for this episode since it's our bonus one. Sure. Um, so we're just going to take a quick break. You can enjoy this light musical interlude by The Space, Space Between. Between. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, LinkedIn. That was that, that was a pretty subtle ad there, but I'm just kidding about LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you could do LinkedIn. If nah, LinkedIn. it's cool. Oh, just, yeah. All right, we'll be back in like five. Well, five minutes our time. Oh my god! But it'll be like immediate for just you. Just pause the show. <laughs> Welcome back to the Team Trash Cast. We're going to get back to our discussion here uh, with some hand-picked questions for the three of us from our very own... Uh, what's... I can't Did even... Did you just forget my name? No, I know your name, but I can't remember like what you go by typically. Wasteland. Wasteland! Okay. Wow. I'm hurt. You should be. Is, do you want me to leave the show? Is that what this is about? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, no, so, no. the next question I have for you guys is: There any type of toxicity in your life right now? Is there a place where that kind of comes in? Well, I mean, I evolved my Toxel, so that is a in, Pokemon joke. Pokemon Shield. That is a Pokemon. So joke. now I have toxicity. Okay. <laughs> Is there toxicity? Hey, I warned you. I told you. I yeah. told I told you I was going to say it. You did. You did tell us. And that's a joke for maybe like 1% of our zero listeners. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. We got people to listen. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm still just taken aback by the joke. Anyway. So, is there toxicity in your life right now, gentlemen? Yeah, the uh, place I live in. What do you mean? It's, it's hard for me to like, just, I guess I'm going to say be myself. I have to pretty much just shut myself off and just be a mute whenever I step into that house. It's like the house that I live in. Um, it's toxic in the sense that there's so much tension in the air. You can pretty much cut it with a knife. Yeah. Um, and I would honestly say like, that's because of, I'm not throwing any names out any names out there but i would say that it's mostly due to the fact of because of the person my mom married i would say yeah 
that and that's just my honest that's just my honest opinion oh, yeah. um so i mean that actually kind of leads me into another question um what do you guys expect of other men in your life like what do you think what should we be holding each other to a standard or should we not even be worried about it because of what tm is i feel like um when you think of what tm means you kind of think of like the uh, set the set standard ideal this uh when you think of what tm means the set standard ideal of that is like action hero level like bruce willis jason statham right like stoicism and manliness um excuse me but i I don't my some of my close most of my closest friends like none of us are like that right um i just expect people to be able to be honest and open but also accepting um and to me i think that's like the most important thing about just being a person in in the world today is just like getting along with people and not prejudging i think the thing i expect of men is for us to communicate with one another in whatever kind of space that we might need to. It takes us maybe a little bit to get comfortable with someone. Mm. But there's also this kind of very interesting thing between men, or as you know, as I like to call it, the, the bro, not as I like to call it, as it's called, the, like the almost the bromance element. Sure. Of there's sometimes you can just immediately connect with another man. Um, and it happens very rarely. It's like in college, it happens a ton of times. And then like once you're, <laughs> once you're out of college, it's like maybe once a year you meet a dude who is the dude and you're like, oh, this guy is the greatest guy ever. And instantaneously, you're best friends just like right off the bat. Um, and it's interesting because that opens up an interesting method of communication. Um, but I, I expect other men to, or maybe I should ask, maybe I should say, what do I want? I think I want us to be communicating more. I do want us to have some more firm stances, but to understand it's okay that sometimes we don't have to be firm on every single like thought that we have. That it's okay to be spontaneous, loose, sometimes fleeting, forgetful. Human. Human. And so I think I just want that for men. I think, you know, when we have good connection, that's really something that's a little easier for us. But this video that I was talking about earlier showed how you can still kind of have that instant, like, great connection um, to be able to... I'm not describing this in the right way. Sometimes I feel like there's a kinship that it seems that... I get a little bit jealous of the kinship that I see women have with other women sometimes over the smallest things. And I wish that sometimes as men, we could find that quick kinship when we need support and encouragement in those little moments. Um, uh, If you see somebody crying on the subway or something like that, you would go to support that person. I wish there was a way to read another man that we could use support or just encouragement in those just little moments in the day um i almost wish there was this kind of interesting kinship which i know is sounds like a dramatic or you know actually no me even like trying to like discredit is is a little toxic in and of itself sure because i'm being completely fucking valid and like i really want us as men to be able to be there for one another in the way that i I sometimes see women building one another up i would granted men and women were very different but i would love to see 
if we could be like empowering one another like that. Sure. You know? In our own way. Like their own way <laughs> that dudes can. Which actually that gives me an idea for a back alley ideas pitch, which I'll do when we get to the end of uh cool. end of the show. So did you guys have any expectations of manhood that your fathers set for you? Not really, no. It's just I don't really think there was ever really any expectations either said. I, I would say they were more a little bit implied. Okay. But even not even so like heavily that much. Yeah, I it's that's it's honestly hard for me to say. Like, I don't know. What were the implications? Well, because my dad like never really cried that much when I was growing up. I, I mean, like I saw him cry a few times, but like it wasn't like, you know. Um, so it was kind of like implied, like you know, like don't cry a lot, you know. Or um, trying to think of another example. Um, it's kind of hard again because it's like you know he was never out. He's not really like, outright said like, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Like it was somewhat implied, but like not always like easily not like always like easy for me to like really kind of like get mm-hmm. sometimes um i feel like those kind of standards are normally um sort of implied like i, I feel like just from observation we see what um our role models do right and we kind of set out to emulate that idea um but uh, so, like, I mean, uh, for me, I was talking earlier about how I, I have struggles with, like, verbalizing my thoughts and ideas, and I, I, I saw that in my household as well, um, at every once in a while. Um, and it just kind of happens. Like, that's just kind of how that works, I guess. Wasteland? Um, my dad... My dad always kind of set this expectation whether he knew that he was doing it or not, that you kind of always had to be the boss as a man, or at least, like, in the, the whole, like, men should be the head of household thing, which the whole issue with, like, the term should, like, that I need to be making all the decisions. Like, it was, like, I had a Christian upbringing, so it's, like, the whole... Uh, I can't remember the passage. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? There's like men a pa- should be the head of the household. Yeah, that whole thing. Um, yeah. And then women are supposed to like submit and like all that and whatever. Um, to me, that sounds kind of ridiculous because in my head, all right. So if I have a partner that let's say let's say I get married at like 28 or something, that partner had 28 years of life before I came into their life, or let's say 26 or whatever. Sure. And all of a sudden, I'm supposed to just be in charge of all the decisions. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like that doesn't make. If they were able to take care of themselves the entire time, what on earth? That isn't. I don't get it. You're a grown ass woman. Sure. I'm a grown ass man. I thought we were like you know getting married. So like there was a player one and a player two handling this game. We were trying to do the forever co op thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's funny when I say you know what I'm saying. It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but my dad always kind of said this expectations like the man is the head of the household. Um. And, like, always this, like, kind of silent leadership, too. Only, like, speaking when necessary. Which feels very... I feel often, like, that he can't ever, like, fully be proud of me because of how different I am from him. Mm. Because my dad was, like, really into sports. Um, he was always much more of a leader. Always calm, cool, and collected, very suave and charismatic. And I have, like, some of his characteristics. But I... He has to, like, do work to try to connect with me. Mm-hmm. 
and so I feel like I kind of like don't match up to what he wants but that's a pressure I put more on myself because he has told me that he's proud of me yet he can tell me those words and I can still feel like I'm not good enough because I see how he acts or maybe as much as we don't interact I'm not sure um so given that like those expectations even if I'm putting them on myself or my dad is unintentionally putting them on um do you guys feel like you have these expectations to be at certain places in your life by like certain ages like remember the whole thing of like it used to be a standard of once you're 18 you're an adult and you're moving out and now <laughs> I would not consider 18 being an adult yeah. at all um do you feel like there's certain like place like milestones you feel like there's certain milestones we have to be at like certain ages as men yeah so like when you're 18 like you either have to have a full-time job or you have to be and moved out or you have to be going to college and like or some form of schooling or you know and then as soon as you get out of college you know you're supposed to be moved out so it'd be like what age we'll just say like for example it's like you know, four-year college to, like, four-year degree, so age 22, you know, mm-hmm. you go in at 18, get out at age 22. Mm-hmm. Okay, then at age, like, 24, 25, you're supposed to be married, you know, and have a house and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, no, that's completely unrealistic, I, especially in today's standards. Absolutely. It's completely unrealistic. That's, like, for me, the school, like, the way, I, one of the ways I break that kind of expectation is that, like, I've been in school on and off since 2011. I completed my associates in 2014, went back for my bachelor's in 2016, had to stop for a year and a half, then went back to school again in 2018. And not because, like, I was like, oh, I just don't want to do school. No, because of, like, money and just, like, life got in the way. And I feel, I constantly feel bad about that because I know so many other people that have, like, gotten to these stages in their life. And yet, I've gotten a chance to have a lot of fun and still do have like good things in my life yeah because i'm comparing myself to the standards of like other people mm. i feel as though i am lesser as a man because i'm not measuring up to someone else's standards versus like plenty of people have like a lot of time that it takes to go through college or stuff yeah you know well, i think the frustrating thing one of the most ludicrous things to me about that is that like he's a rapper yeah um, my, my, my parents didn't set up this expectation for me, but society has, right? Like the whole, like buying a house and everything, but our generation is, you know, not in the position to do that as is. Yeah. Um, and a large part of that we're is broke. right because, because of school loans and things like that, because of school loans and things like that, you know, we don't, we don't have the opportunity to maybe buy a house by the time we're 24, 25. Um, and, and I mean, like, and that's even if you've got like a career already started up. Um, I think the most frustrating, like those expectations are certainly there. And I don't think this one, I don't think I can chalk up to my parent, like my folks. This is, this is like a societal thing to me for sure. Um, and it's crazy because the people that are pushing that the most are also some of the people that are letting the economy, like, be in such a bad place for millennials, too. And school loans, 
And not even just school loans themselves, but the price of going to college has just risen so much, even in the last 30 years. It's crazy. I think that all of what we're touching on are, like, honestly, even more fantastic topics that we can do episodes about. Yeah. So I guess, because I kind of want to, like, bring the... I kind of want to bring up just one last question. Sure. Because we could... Even in the recording of this episode that the listeners won't know, there have been plenty of points where the three of us could have used points of encouragement and positivity. Sure. So, or just good influence. What, how can we be good influences on other men? Like, how can we, I mean, it's just a simple way of just talking to one another, communicating. Mm -hmm. I sometimes, I have a tendency to overshare a little bit, but I do it sometimes on purpose to see if someone feels comfortable even opening up just a little bit. Sure. So I will overdo so that somebody will just like bring a little bit of themselves out rather than kind of like open the door just a little bit and then you just like shove your all of you inside. <laughs> hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's something I do do. It's not everyone's style. It's not to everyone's liking that I do that. But I just have this big thing of just wanting to make sure that I'm an empathetic guy. And that I find a strength in being vulnerable as a man. Um, oh, because yeah. we don't, men don't often find strength in that. But there is such great strength that we can find sure. in vulnerability. So uh, that's one way that I like to try to be good influences by being vulnerable. And I'm not perfect at it because sometimes I can be kind of a dick. Um, and like closed off happens, and quiet. Happens to all of us. Real. Yeah. I don't know if there's any real way to, like, kind of, I guess, like, would be a good, what be a good example to other. No, be a other, good influence. Be a good influence to other men. Um, I don't know. I would say just be, just be supportive. I guess, but like, that's kind of hard to kind of dictate or pinpoint how to do that. That's that's kind of a hard thing. That's kind of a hard thing to. Um, struggle. I guess like if somebody comes, I guess if somebody comes to you and asks you like, like, Hey, is it okay if I like cry at this? Like so-and-so tells me like, it's not. And you'd say like, depending on what it is, you could say like, no, that's like, no, I don't think that is. Or like, perhaps, you know, it's all kind of just like about opinion sharing kind of like we're doing now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally what we're doing right now is trying to be open. Yeah. And in terms of like support, I think that comes in so many different ways. It's a case by case basis. Um, I said I think so. I'm a big proponent of being the change that you want to see in the world. Like I, I heard that quote and I was like, I like that a lot. I know it's kind of basic and stereotypical and whatever, but um, but I think it's oh, important. where'd you hear that from? <laughs> but still, um. I think it's I think it's a good I think it's a good mantra I think it's a good thing to strive to be, oh, <laughs> I, I, I totally missed that was such a good reference to episode three of Lego Masters. <laughs> I'm um, all about them deep cut y'all. Fantastic show if you like Lego. My um, new my new or, area should be deep cuts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like it. Um, but and I I maybe have a little bit of a unique place because like I I'm a I teach so I'm. 
trying to set a good example for a lot of my students as well as I can and just trying to talk to them about how they deal with things when stuff happens in the classroom or in life outside of school um, and just showing students that I'm there for them. I think that's a really good way to be supportive is, and, and it's not, and it's not just, I, I try, I don't just try to do this for my students, but I try to do this for my friends too. Because I mean, I, I, like it's, it's hard, like, because you know, there's, you've, you've got to make sure that you're treating everybody with respect. Yeah. Um, and to support people and, you know, um, and I think that we, get told that that's not what a man should do. And and I feel like that's probably one of the worst things because you got to be there for your homies, you know? Absolutely. Check in on your homies. Check like, in on your homies. Make sure they're hydrating. <laughs> um, and <laughs> following proper skincare regimens and uh, getting enough sleep. Was and, that a Letterkenny uh, reference? Uh, no. Oh, okay. You oh. got to stay hydrated. Yeah, got to stay hydrated. <laughs> you got to stay hydrated. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's a Hydra homies thing. Um, it's a whole like Instagram, like how'd you kiss, how'd your wife? No. Oh. Hydro homies. Well, hydro homies? Yeah. They always check out, check in and just say like, they just post a bunch of memes that are like, Hey, stop reading Instagram and go drink some water. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's the big thing is to support and to be there for your friends and to, you know, and to just check in on each other and, and have real solid friendships like I think that's probably the best thing that you can do and to be open. I like what you said about there being strength and vulnerability. I think my strongest moments and the moments where I find that I'm most proud of myself and happy with the way that I respond to things are when I take a second to really truly think about how the other person can be feeling and to just try to temper like my emotions and, you know, to make sure that I am in not temper my emotions because that's, um, but to understand who I am and what I'm feeling and how I can best respond to it um, in such a way that will be helpful for everybody. I think that um, I really like what you had to say. And as you were like talking, I thought of like a couple additional ways. Uh, like you can even do through the vulnerability is like as men, it's very difficult for us to show weakness. Mm. I That's why the vulnerability helps. And so I think that's one great way you can be a good influence on other men is being okay showing that I do not have whatever I'm doing under control. Sure. I am not. I feel like know. that's not even just like a men thing. I feel like that's just everybody in general, right? Like across the board. And I'm not trying to correct you. I'm sorry. I'm just trying. No, to, you're fine. You know. I, yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like that's like across the board. People have problems with showing weakness and accepting flaws. In themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? I have difficulty with it because, like, I'm perfect, and it just makes it, like, really hard <laughs> to, um, oh, God, it's just so, <laughs> let me stop. And also, I think another good way is to listen, and this that's a struggle for me. Yeah. Just listen, vulnerability, Agreeing with weakness. listening, not that it's a, it's a weakness <laughs> for you. It's fine. Um, well, with that being said, are you guys, uh, can I give you a pitch that I have? Oh yeah, go ahead. I wanna, oh I wanna, shoot! Yeah, I want to. We're end... doing a segment. Yeah, we're doing a segment. Tonight? Yes, yes, we're gonna do what? a segment. We'll we'll just do one. We'll, we'll do a little baby segment that oh. I have barely prepared. <laughs> Welcome wanna... to this meeting of back alley ideas <laughs> incorporated. Um, um, I'm here with my uh, co-host Logan Landfill. 
Um, we're here to hear your uh, pitch. Pitch that you have for us today. Uh, so as you guys, uh, so sharks. Um, okay, <laughs> I feel like we legally can't say that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, have, I, have no, I really don't know podcast law. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So I figured why not end the show on a lighter note. So uh, in back of the ideas, as you guys know, uh, one of your hosts pitches an idea, and we either veto it or hear it all the way out. But you guys get to ask me questions as we're kind of going on. So. Here's my idea, okay? I think, based on what we've been talking about, there needs to be a male positivity app, all right? There's plenty of times when you or your homies are feeling down and you don't want to talk about it, but there's plenty of times where you're scrolling Facebook and Instagram for a plethora of different memes and stuff. So basically, this will be kind of like a combination of iFunny for memes targeted directly to you, but also every now and then there's a little motivational message uh, that says it, hey, you go guy, or like, <laughs> you got it, boy, or you go out there and get this paper. You can like tailor it to how street you want it, or oh, okay. if you want it's it a to meter. be, yeah, you can a street meter. Yeah, you can, you can tailor it whether you want it to be like the dad from like Leave It to Beaver to like <laughs> a rapper, like one of the Migos. Like you can tailor it like how much you want like right. it to be like a, just a, a positivity, okay. but like... The, so the Migos one would be like, hey, bro, you go out there, you get this paper, right? You go out here and do your thing, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's how the Migos is talking. I've watched a plethora of interviews with them, but I'm clearly botching this. Uh, although I do love the three solo albums. Um, Takeoff's album was underrated. Uh, or you could go leave it to be of your dad. Hey there, sport. I know you've been feeling down lately. But I just want to say you're the best. You know, we could even have some fun alterations. Uh, there could be some Ash Ketchums. <laughs> there could be Ash Ketchum. Wait, 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 no, no, no. We what? can let him do this voice. Do you have an Ash Ketchum? Do you have an Ash Ketchum? Uh, I don't think I can do an Ash Ketchum. It's a higher register, isn't it? Because it's done by a female. Yes, it's done by a female. Yeah. Is it ter- no, it's not. No, it's not Terra Strong. No, it's no, never, no, no, it is not Terra Strong. Terra I don't, I don't know, I don't know the voice actress. I think I once saw an interview with her. Oh, um, but uh, maybe Ash Ketchum, uh, Ash Ketchum is like, hey there, one day you're going to catch them all. And by all, I mean all the love and support from the people that care about you. Um, that was a terrible Ash Ketchum. I, did I, I just, I said Ash, I said Ash Ketchum. <laughs> There's this I feel like that's a thing, probably. Ass catch him. That has to. That's got to be, be thick. Hey, can we focus though? Yeah, yeah. I don't know sorry, why you're, you're wasting our time right now. I, I don't know about you, but we're, I'm we're sorry, busy. sharks. We're busy, uh, busy people. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I would love for you guys to invest uh, thirty thousand uh, dollars for one point three percent of my company. Uh, that's that evaluation. Um, so this is the male positivity app. It's a combination of memes and motivational messages for men. Uh, maybe we can even get some sponsorship by like uh, Gillette or uh, or um, I don't know what's another Harry's. Manscaped Harry's. Yeah, I was thinking Harry's. I was like, what's another male brand? Um, yeah. So uh, this whole thing's been pretty messy, right? Okay, I can hear you. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Okay. I can hear you, but I, I, I've just, I just have one question. Okay. Um, so I, I propose uh, instead of one, one point five percent, I propose one point three, point three. <laughs> if we're being precise, I, I actually propose a five percent stake. Of wow, that's being a little presumptuous, don't you think? 
This is this is a big money idea. If this is yes, but if you're getting but if you're getting sponsorships by Gillette, that's income on also additional income that you're getting as well. I'd be willing to consider it, given I have zero money and capital (laughs) myself, and this is a fake idea. (laughs) So uh, okay, so so uh, so what he's proposing is an app with memes. Yes. We could just well, and, my, and motivational messages. We could just okay. start an Instagram page. Hey, hey now. For no money. Hey, I'm not going to stand and let my ideas no be money. taken and sullied. I won't stand for we this. Could start an Instagram. I walk out. We could start I an Instagram out. page for no money. Wait, before you leave, I will. I will walk we, out. <laughs> I will. I I will walk out. These of are this. footsteps. Whoa. <laughs> I like that you're laughing, and it's so obvious you're still here. <laughs> um, we really, we really gotta get better at sound effects. Here. So wait, do the do the um, motivational messages? Do they? There's a voice, obviously, that talks to you. Correct? It could be, yeah. You can turn the voice off, but like you could have a voice. Okay. You could have a voice tailored to you. Could have like, uh, who's the guy that plays uh, John the, the Picard in Star Trek? Uh, oh Patrick Stewart. Yeah, there we go. But you get a Patrick Stewart, Sir Seth Pas- MacFarlane, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, yes. you could have that Seth MacFarlane. So can you do a Seth MacFarlane? Mm, he no. just kind of has a deep... No, he does. he's Brian the dog. Yes. Yeah. No, I can't really do a Brian. It's kind of hard. because Really? Yes, because you're talking exactly like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. that's, so, yeah, I'd have, I'd have to really kind of like... Kind of study Seth MacFarlane, actually. Like, oh. really kind of like study the way he talks. I what a really, talent, that guy. I really have to study that, mm-hmm. yeah. So here's, here's, uh, here's, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got an idea. <laughs> you're str- I don't like how you're stroking your beard and oh, looking at me while you're doing perfect. this. Can you please, you're stroking it like three fingers at a time. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, One million dollars. Oh, right, so okay. They're I both a... stroking their beards <laughs> and looking at me. I feel attacked. I feel very um, uncomfortable. So I have an idea. Okay. Can we make your app? More of like a uh, think about like a uh, like a like a like a like a dating app, okay? Hey, with, with memes? Me. No, stay with me. Stay hold with on, that me. actually, hold on, stay that could me. be a thing in like that two years. That would be great. Actually. A dating That'd app be with a memes. Really, that's, you should. have to you see who picks the uh, same memes as you, and then you trade. like get matched up on it. That's fantastic. That's really not. That is like some what? Black Mirror level. No, that, that's great. In execution, is not. It doesn't work. Okay, whatever. Anyway, anyway, so here's my idea. Okay, it's like a dating app, but just for bros. To find <laughs> other bros. I feel like this has to be a thing. It might be. Um, I mean, Bumble would, would do something like it. But Bumble men does would like ne- Bumble for friends, but nobody uses that feature of Bumble. Actually, here's the thing. I have I have a theory that men don't use that feature. I have a theory that men don't even know that Bumble Friends is a thing. That's you, did you know true. Bumble Friends is a thing? Okay. Nope. Um so my thought is why don't we why don't we make an app? Where dudes can find other dudes to be friends with, um, based on like a dating pro, not like a dating profile, but like a friend profile. I feel like this is. I feel like I've heard this and sketch then, idea. And then, that's and then like after you get like connected, you can send apps or not apps, but like memes and stuff to each other. But also, you know, and then talk. you can choose whether or not you want to like hang it's out. A friend finder. A friend finder. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if men would ever use it. Well, how can like we probably... convince other men to be like, hey, let's use an app to find a bro? This is not a dating app. Number one. <laughs> it sounds like you want me to date my bro. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Mm-hmm. 
So, what do you think about my original pitch, or like... I like the original pitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could just make it an Instagram page. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like we should actually make one. An actual like, Instagram page of just, like, towards... memes and just, like... Yeah. I feel like I would just... Well, it's I feel like, like I'm it's gonna... okay to feel the way you feel. I feel like I'm going to lose interest in doing it the second we finish recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, of course. I mean, same, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well... Uh, well, actually, uh, we usually end the show with our Rotten Rex, but since this is a bonus episode, uh, this is outside of the canon yeah. of the Teen Trash universe. Basically, this never happened. Yes, exactly. So we will get to the Rotten Rex uh, for episode five uh, next week. And I have a few ideas for what we could do for episode five, but I won't give it away because that might change. With that being said, we want to thank FPG <laughs> for editing and God producing this episode of the podcast. Uh, we want to thank the band Space Between for the use of their song um, Lessons as our theme song. Uh, that's my band, by the way. You can find us on Instagram and Spotify, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, Space Between, HBG. Um, and I guess with that, smell, smell you later! later.